Garrett, I got to tell you about this awesome new strat that I developed. Garrett, you want to hear about my strat? I do. Please. Okay. All right. Tell me about Let's the say, strat, strat master. Look, I, they call me the strat man. All right? I'm a strat Skibbity man. Skibbity bop, 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 boo, da, bop. When I need friends and I'm going to a party, right? You got to mingle. You got to do the you got to do the small talk, okay? I got a great opening line. You tell them this, they're going to be sitting on the edge of their seat. They're going to be looking at you and they're going to go, "Oh my god, this is the coolest dude I've ever seen in my entire life." I want more. Tell me more. You're going to walk up to him, you're going to slap the drink out of their hand, you guys. You're going to say, "Hey, you ever heard about this thing called Harry Potter?" <laughs> I'm in Gryffindor house. I did the sorting hat online. Check it out. Check it out. You're going to tell him what you're going to tell him what house you're in, Garrett. So me. (laughs) I'm a Hufflepuff. What are you in? I'm a Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff guy. I'm a goddamn badger. (laughs) (laughs) See, this conversation's already going great. It's incredible. Man, I had no idea. Is Gryffindor the Chad house or Slytherin the Chad house? Gryffindor's total Chad house. Total dude. Chad house. They are they are the ultimate frat. Like they're the guys that are partying up until like super late, and then like some kid from Ravenclaw comes over, knocks on the door, is like knocks on their painting. Excuse me. And it's like you guys need to you keep be it down? more quiet. I have a test tomorrow, and they pull him inside. And they like <laughs> shove a funnel in his mouth and force him to like drink drink uh, uh, butter beer. Drink butter beer until he pukes. <laughs> And then, then the kid dies, and they give him that uh, that shape sh- that shape shifting juice. They drag him out into the hallway, and he's so, uh, uh, and he's just like a couch the rest of his life, his dead body. Okay. <laughs> and they sit on him, sit on him in uh, at uh, Hogwarts. Oh my god! That's exactly where I thought this episode was going to go. This is the high point of the episode, right here. Welcome to Rolling Move, uh, the internet's podcast where we discuss terrible board games, and boy, do we got one for you today. Uh, my name is Thomas Schuckerberg, one of the creators of Rough Draft Games and the uh, host of the podcast, and with me here, as always, is... Um, I, I mean, I don't know where to go from here. I'm... I... <laughs> We are we are just man. This you got to make the magic be... happen, Garrett. Come on. <laughs> so, okay, there, okay. So joke. full disclosure, I have not seen any Harry Potter movies. Not You're, a one. You are lying. I'm not lying. <sighs> did you actually? Did you know that, Jeff? Uh, I didn't know that, but there's a lot of them, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> well, Garrett, think that you Garrett, as like soon as there's least... more than two movies in the series, I know Garrett's out. I would have figured, like, I don't know, maybe you'd walk into the wrong movie theater accidentally. At least. <laughs> you know, you're like, well, I'm just going in to see, uh, I don't know, mm-hmm. Time Cop. And then no, no. Time Cop. No, Jeff, <laughs> Jeff. Chocolate Van Damme. Whoops. This is Harry Potter. Weird. Oh. What am I doing here? <laughs> And then you get up with your popcorn and you leave. So that's never happened. You haven't even seen glimpses. You know, you haven't whoopsied into Harry I've, Potter movie. I've, I'm sure it has been on. What's it come on TNT or TBS or something like every yeah. every month? I, I, right. I it's been on. I've never. I I cannot tell you anything about it. So so Jeff and I, Jeff, you remember the sixth grade? Miss Shlanovich had us read. God, she made us read it. Yeah, the original Harry Potter, and I hated it. And you want to know why I hated it? This this. This is going to tell you exactly why we're making this podcast. This is actually probably the inspiration for this podcast. Is I, So I'm reading through Harry Potter, the first book, The Sorcerer's Stone, I think, or The Philosopher, big mistake. Philosopher's Stone. Why is that a big mistake? 
You started the first book, Garrett? What started an idiot. the first book. <laughs> you should start in the middle. You should you start with to the order good of stuff, the right? You got to read it out of order, dude. That's the only way to make the... Machete make, order? Make you got to read Harry make Potter in the machete sense. order? Four, five, six. You skip one, and then you do two, three. And then you go back and do the rest. And then you got to get the DLC. <laughs> Continue, Gary. I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm sorry. No, no, it's no, it's fine. So, so I'm here. I'm, it, I'm reading yeah. about the. I'm here. I'm reading about these wizards, the intellectual titans of our of our universe. They're they're the smartest people ever, and they're playing this game, right? They're playing this awesome game. Everybody loves it. Quidditch. Here's here's the rules. All you got to do is catch a snitch, but there's like seven other positions, right? And all these other people are playing this game. But the winner is the person who gets the snitch. It's so similar to all these board games that we've been playing. And (laughs) there's like all these superfluous rules. And I read about Quidditch and I was like, this is the dumbest thing ever. Why why isn't the game just go catch the snitch, right? And why not have a team full of they have these they have these people that that like try to kill other people and like they throw balls at other people and they like can score five points if they throw it in the hoop. Yeah, but ultimately, it just comes down to who gets the snitch, and so literally, that's that how is Harry what... wins every game, isn't it? He just catches the snitch. He's just a snitch finder. There, can you have like every person on the field just like going after? That's put, what I'm like, saying. Three three guys on the goal, and then you have everyone else fill out the, the rest snitch. of the team of snitch. You know, I I've said the same thing about football. Why not just have <laughs> a team like you roster a full lineup of quarterbacks? You don't know where the ball's gonna go to. <laughs> You can throw it, it yeah, you can throw it in any direction. I don't get it. Why even yeah. have any other position? So but yeah, I, I, I'm I'm not being in any way sarcastic. Literally what turned me off from Harry Potter was What's the game the, of Quidditch. Was there Quidditch rules? Yes, I was so mad about the rules of Quidditch that like like I could I, see I could see a young Garrett complaining, What are they riding around on mops? What are they trying <laughs> This is stupid? This is stupid. This no, is no, real. No. And so I brought this up to people in my real life and they have the same reaction. You haven't seen Harry Potter? And I was like, No, I don't like it. And they're like, Why? And I tell them about Quidditch. They're like, Well, there's this one game where the the team that caught the Quidditch lost. Still lost, yeah. And, and I was like one... Well, why'd they catch the Quidditch? Or why'd they or catch the, the snitch? snitch? And they're like, Well, to uh, well, they knew they were going to lose. I was like, well, they wouldn't have lost if they didn't catch a snitch. Well, they just got like three normal points and then <laughs> caught the snitch. They would have won. <laughs> but no. So, yeah, there's there's no no defense for the game of Quidditch, and I stand by it to this day. So send me a I, hate I kind of feel like you're right because one thing, like I would definitely be pretty pissed off if I paid like, I don't know, a fucking tenner. To see Harry Potter? If I dropped a tenner to go to a Quidditch match, right, uh-huh. and I'm standing outside, and I'm in the nosebleed sections, and I'm rubbing my hands together because it's f- fucking gray and cold and miserable because it's England, and I'm out there in this god-awful weather, and uh, I'm like, all right, at least I'm going to see some really good match today, and then this bespectacled fool catches the Insta snitch. Insta-catches the snitch, game yeah, over. Yeah, five minutes into the game, I'm like, I didn't even get the tailgate. <laughs> I hardly got the, I or if I just I did cracked tailgate, into this butter beer. I just eating these birdie bots. I can't drink heck? and fly home drinking this thing. <laughs> I'd be mad. I'm with you, Garrett. Quidditch is bullshit. Yeah. But you know what's not bullshit? Actually introducing tournament. actually <laughs> introducing the board game we're gonna play. <laughs> Today, everyone at home, 
we are going to be playing the Tri Wizard Tournament game. Wait, hold on. Okay. I don't think I got introduced. I'm Jeff, by the way. Continue. Oh, there you go. <laughs> He's here. But We're guys. playing the Tried Wizard Maze Tournament game. Now, do not be confused because there actually is another Tri Wizard Maze Tournament game that was produced in 2005 that has a 5.3 or a 5.6 or something like that on uh, on Board Game Geek. Mm-hmm. We are not playing that one. That one looks okay. <laughs> we, we are instead playing the one published by Pressman Games. They're good friends over at Pressman. Pressman. You know, they, uh-huh. they, took a, they took a nice break from playing dominoes. They took a nice break from producing Chinese checkers. And uh, they decided, all right, you know what we're going to do? We're going to produce the best game we got. We're gonna, we're gonna, we got this brilliant Harry Potter license. We're in the Tri Wizard tournament. They're in the maze. There can be traps. There can be all these different trials and tribulations, monsters we're putting in there, interactions between wizardry and spells. We need some sort of a mechanical device that's going to be able to. Oh, what's that? Did you, Tom, did you hear that? Oh my God. Is that like a Minotaur? Yeah. No, I think that's even better. I think. Oh, man. It's a shitty pop mechanic from fucking trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys know Pressman had the rights to this? The Pop-O-Matic? I think that's patented, isn't it? Uh, Who knows? uh, We clearly did our research for this episode, as you can tell from the. No, I I actually. So I did a little bit of research here. Okay. Because here's the thing. This game is not listed on Board Game Geek. You know what happens when you look up this game and you click the you click the version of this game from uh, you you try to search up this game. It takes you to it redirects you to the 1960 version of Trouble that was produced, and this game <laughs> is filed under the also known as tab on Board Game Geek for Trouble. That's true. Yeah, I mean, you're you're not you're not lying. They have. I'm not lying. You're not lying. No, there are. So it lists all the alternate names of of trouble. So we have Angry Bird, Space Race, Barbie Pop Up Game, Barbie the Pearl Princess, Charlie's Angels, Dora the Explorer, Discovery Game, Double Trouble, Fia Frustration, Frustration with an exclamation point, Happy Feet Two, Pop and Race, Harry Potter Tri Wizard Maze Game, uh-huh. Hello Kitty, Hello Kitty Pop Up <laughs> Game, Lala. La La Loopsie pop-up game. La La Loopsie push my buttons. Ludo Ludomatic. Moomin Siltfa. Wait, you're telling me they produced two La La Loopsie games centered around the pop-o-matic? That's right. Oh my god, that's beautiful. Every game, <laughs> every game with a dice needs a pop-o-matic. I don't know why it didn't take off farther. I, 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 I would imagine if Wingspan came with a pop-o-matic. How conflicted <laughs> would you be if Jamie Sagmar? Printed Wingspan. It's this beautiful, like beautiful game. Everyone who's ever played it obviously knows it's a beautiful game. Mm-hmm. But instead of the great dice tower that they give you, he's got a Pop-O-Matic. See, here's <laughs> the thing. I could make that work. What I would do is I'd take the Pop-O-Matic and I'd put it in the middle of, i make it like a bird's nest and the Pop-O-Matic is like a robin's egg or something like that or an egg. You could right? you could cover it all you want. It's I'd still a Pop-O-Matic. It. Dude, I, put I, all those dice in there. I think you can make that work. I'll defend the Pop-O-Matic. Here's here's the issue: they didn't change the game of Trouble. In fact, at all, and you know they did change the game of Trouble. They made it worse, and they, they made, made it worse, convoluted. Like somehow they took the game of Trouble and they made it harder to understand and 
tons of holes and rules and they introduced this card system where you draw cards and you follow the instructions of the cards and we had no idea what we could do with the powers that we were that were bestowed upon us by mad eye moody or professor mcdonagal or mcgoogledal or you guys know <laughs> these professors names yeah mcgoogledal <laughs> garrett why don't you read one of those some of those <laughs> uh op cards for us professor huh? mcgriddle professor mcgriddle <laughs> <laughs> yeah for example move another player's mover anywhere on the game board you know where anywhere on the game board can be back home well not home be- back to the start point Sure, it can be in their start point. It can be in somebody else's actual start base. So what are you gonna do? Literally, there's no rules that tell you how to get out of another player's start base. And you're done. You, you, you put could, them over there, and they're stuck. You can't win the game anymore. You could put it on top of the Papa Matic. You could put it on top of <laughs> Harry's face. You could chuck it out the window and leave. <laughs> That's not on the game board. So it does say on the game board, but there are many places on the game board that are not legal moving. Does it spaces. specify the game board? Which game board? It doesn't say which game board. Yeah, very fair game. point. Could be another game. Yeah, move another player's move your place. Switch one of your movers with an, an opponent's mover on the game board, so you can just you, you can, can be in someone else's home. You can be in somebody else's home. You <laughs> can take you can take your pay your piece and put it in their home base and effectively prevent them from ever winning the game. You can't win the game, but they can't win the game either. So you can just and that's pull. half the fun. That's half the fun. <laughs> so amazingly, they took. It's fine. That, like. You know, maybe I Papamatics, whatever, great gimmick. It's a die, same thing. But the fact that they just took trouble and they somehow made it worse, it's just incredible to me. Pretty funny. They they just decided to add this card mechanic with a bunch of convoluted cards, and that's what they decided to package and sell as the Triwizard Tournament. Um, Maybe you guys could tell me about the Triwizard Tournament. Maybe this is actually very thematic and that there's just this convoluted tournament that wizards participate in but i'm assuming that is not the case well you know it's actually funny that you say that because there is a whole scene where harry is running around in this maze trying to sit on other people and he says that oh if i put my bum on you you got to go back to the start <laughs> i believe that he puts his bum there. and then he goes <laughs> <laughs> He goes, sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, can you can you guys find any like how does this tie into the Triwizard Tournament? Like, is is there a maze in the tournament? What all, what bothers me yeah. is that it's not even a maze. Like, if they even had just made an actual maze, I would have been like, okay, there's like some level of theme, but it's like mm. it's like a it's a, literally a trouble board. It's like a, a circle <laughs> with lines that point in, and like, what kind of maze is this? Like, now, Jeff, yeah. Jeff, be honest, Jeff, track. Be honest. The roundabout in your neighborhood. It's hard you're te- to get around. You're, tell- you're telling me. You telling me you never got lost in that roundabout. I get it. It's a circle. I'm like, when you're telling me first or second exit, it depends on when you go in, right? So I don't know anymore. It's hard. Like, there is a maze, Garrett, to answer your question. There is a maze in uh, the Triwizard Tournament, but it looks nothing like the Trouble Board, like Jeff said. I mean, all the Trouble Board had was just, like, I think there's a little bit of green tint in there, and they have some character art on the sides. Yeah, it's like screen but, grabs from the movie, I think. And, yeah, yeah. It, there's there's nothing in there. Um that has anything to do with what's in the movies, what's in the books, whatever your uh, your Harry Potter delivery vehicle of choice happens to be. Mm-hmm. Um, this board game does not capture any of it. It is just, it's just trouble, man. It's just trouble. <laughs> um, That's all it is. In the- fact, I think this is like the one time playing the game. You know what we haven't done? 
We haven't done what's in the box. Do we even need to do what's in the box? It's trouble. No, Move no. On. It's it's like they made no reservations about ripping off trouble. It is like the same pieces, the same style, the same popomatic, and then they threw in some cards. Right. <laughs> it's just like it blows my mind that people like we talk like yeah, in the board gaming industry, you can't you can't you get reskins all the time. Reskins get, are nothing new. Sure, sure, but there's at least something like it. Like let's go, let's compare this to Brewopoly. That's just right. Monopoly, but they tried to do something else. They had their own custom art. They had they had little stat little stats and tidbits and facts about different beers, and they tried to you know make it. It's Monopoly. It's something familiar for everybody, but here it is with this beer theme, and there's at least some effort put into coming up with this stuff. This took if this took someone more than two hours to make i would be just i i will i will go play i will go play the goodbye game 400 times in a row <laughs> to get I, over I your grief like, yeah i feel like one of the most jarring things about it that just made this thing because you did this dramatic reveal of it you like tilted the camera down it's <laughs> like oh no oh god is the fact that it is the popomatic, right yeah like with monopoly you have a square board and you're moving around in a square shape. Mm-hmm. And there's so many other board games that introduce that concept and that same basic mechanic. It's so universal. Yeah. But the Popomatic is pretty much only used it's synonymous in- with yeah. Which makes a reskin kind of not work. That's th- this game is not best suited to be reskinned for as many things as it is, because just oh, it's just I don't know why. I'm trying to articulate why I feel worse playing a sorry knockoff. Well, okay, okay, than a monopoly so, knockoff. Or trouble, right? Or excuse me, yeah, a trouble Tr- knockoff. Yeah, okay. So trouble is essentially, you know, you know, I, I think Parcheesi was. I don't know if that was the first, but it it is at least came before trouble. But okay, they're like, okay, let's make this more engaging for children. Let's put a popomatic. That's fun. Okay, great. That's fun. But like it's like that is the end of that ripoff. The innovation, and that, you know, yeah. That that's the gimmick. We put in a popomatic. They didn't do anything to this. They literally took screen grabs from the movie, pasted it on the board, and put the popomatic in the middle, and they called it a game. Like they they put nothing into this. They they. Added, I guess they're they only add, the only thing that the they can trouble say is on they the added box scare. Trouble is nowhere to be nowhere found. in the box. Yeah, that's it. That's what pisses me off. Then because at least for Monopoly reskins you know you're getting a monopoly exactly reskin. yeah i think i think if you were to talk to um the designers of this game they'd probably be like well this is different because we added cards no 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 here let me let me read this to you harry potter and this is the the box harry potter triwizard maze game okay and then i'm gonna read you this description and you tell me how mad you are let's pretend you don't know it's trouble yet and then i'm gonna tell okay. you it's trouble all right sure harry potter triwizard maze game this game features fast action Play as you race around the Triwizard Hedge Maze to capture the Triwizard Cup. Be careful. Action spaces cause you to draw a card that can help or hurt your chances. <laughs> so, like, okay. what about that tells you? Can you hold up you? the board game? Can you hold up the board game? I want to see if this thing has images on it. There's no images of the game? There's no There's no image of the game. There's just, like, a clear There's, like a, there's a clear thing, but you can't see the... Uh, the the pop-o-matic? From that, yeah. They hit it from you? Yeah. <laughs> We don't, want them, we don't want them to they know. They put no images of the game in play on there. Check the back of the box. Back's got yeah. Back's got Popomatic on there. Back's got the Popomatic okay. on there. I there I would have ooh 
I would hit up the BBB. I would hit up the Better Business Bureau if they didn't have a picture of that. I'd like to call in a robbery, please. No, but like I feel like that's that's sort of what does it is the fact that it doesn't mention trouble. It doesn't mention that on the game, so you might think that you're getting more than you bargained for, or getting more than you actually are if you were to pick this up. Could have called it Trouble in the Triwizard Tournament. And sure. There you go. You got your game. Boom. You win. Your, win. Win. They just couldn't get the license. And I think. I think. I think that's probably what happened. Is they wanted to make a trouble game, and trouble is like no. And then. Uh, <laughs> and then they're like, no, Harry Potter's not a big enough franchise. And then well, because Hasbro <laughs> owns Trouble. Because Milton Brad. I think it was. Uh, was it Parker Brothers or Milton Bradley who used to own the uh, Trouble franchise? Hasbro. Uh, Hasbro owns it now, but I can't remember. I think. I think Hasbro bought out milton bradley and now hasbro owns uh it was many it says manufactured by Irwin, and then i think milton bradley had it for uh, years and years and years i just wonder if they the designers were like no this is in trouble because we added another mechanic and and so so that's the thing that that is one thing about the board game industry is you you cannot get like you cannot get in trouble for ripping off straight mechanics like you can you can literally they cannot get in trouble for this but it's just like usually the purpose of that is to build on innovations. You know, like mm-hmm. if Dominion uh, trademark deck building, you know, where would where would the gaming industry be right? Right, now? exactly. Like what yeah. no games would have any deck building, yeah. and and so, so like it, it's it's important to the gaming industry that you you can't trademark those mechanics, those core mechanics. mechanics. Yep. The, yeah, the, yeah. But but the <laughs> are you going to mention the Pop-O-Matic? Yes, because yeah, it's the actual invention, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not. It's not really a mechanic. It's 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 a it's a piece of plastic with a little metal thing. And when you push the dome down, it pops your die up. <laughs> and so I, I, you did you did you say you looked into this and they, did they have a patent on it? Found it right here. This is called a die agitating device. Ooh. It was filed in 1965 by the Colmer brothers, the original designers mm-hmm. of the yeah. game. Trouble, yeah. Mm-mm. The application status is expired as of 2019 today. 428 is what it says. Maybe I'm reading this thing wrong. Maybe this is like a date access that I'm looking at, but this is extremely coincidental. <laughs> it's probably yeah, it probably is a date April access. 28. Yeah, like today says, today that you're looking at it in a it's, so it it's, it's, expired. It's, expired. it's expired is the point. Yeah, so yeah it might have yeah. maybe it expired before maybe they're waiting for for it to expire and once it did they're like here we go rubbing their okay. hands. I mean, so, okay, fine, but like, like if somebody like it's public domain, whatever. But like, if you know, if if Lady Gaga, if Lady Gaga or Katy Perry put out an album of like, you know, the Star Spangled Banner and My Country Tis of Thee, like no one's gonna call them brilliant songwriters, right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's clearly okay. yeah, yeah, and so it's public domain, but whatever. And maybe they performed it really well. But they didn't write the song, so they don't get they don't get to have any credit for that. Yeah. So I, that's I mean, but this they made it worse. <laughs> just, just the worst part. They made they it. Took the Star they took the Spangled Banner. They butchered it. Yeah, I think I think you were actually right, Garrett. So it says I anticipated expiration was all the way back in 1984. Okay. And so I think the date access, which is what I was looking at, is today. Right. It's currently expired because it's been expiring since 1984, which explains why there's so many people who have been using it. The Trouble name, the actual IP for Trouble is owned by Hasbro, but anyone is allowed to use the to make a matic yep, to make a pop up agitator. Yeah, yeah, a dice. That's agitator. fine. That's fine. Do something different. Just, <laughs> just make it's it fine. A, 
No, I mean, no, I mean like use the use the dice agitator. You use a use a popomatic. That's fine, but like do, do a different game. Don't make your yeah, rules yeah. the exact same. Yep. Oh, guys, I wish people were as upset as us about this, but it, it just frankly it looks like they're not. Because uh, have you guys done any searching for reviews on this thing? Uh, I have, but I have I, on Amazon. I I have as well. On Amazon, this thing has two hundred and eighty nine customer reviews. It's four point three out of five stars. People say good game has a little tilt and addiction from the regular game that had so many different motifs. The cards are an interesting addition. Reminds me of the chance slash community chess cards in Monopoly. Grandson <laughs> loves it, and he loves Harry Potter. Game is fun. My son loves it. He also loves Harry Potter. Cheap, but it works. I, yeah, I'll read this one. Yeah, cheap, but it works. As another person said, this game is itself is essentially trouble with a twist. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> there's nothing fancy. It's kind of basic and cheap quality, but works because it's a simple game that doesn't really need thrills. And then he goes on to talk about the, the issue of the box. But um, that's that's aside from the gameplay. But yeah, I, I think everyone knew immediately that it was trouble and... <laughs> You know, nobody called him out for it. So, Rebecca Arion says, Harry Potter trouble game? Question mark. Yes, please. <laughs> Exclamation mark. Do I want trash with my trash? <laughs> my favorite review is by that stat. It says, I'm giving this as a gift, and the box looked terrible. Looks like it was used, but all the pieces were there, so I kept it. So I wouldn't have to have the go through the hassle of returning it. <laughs> It's, the, it's about the apathy you have with people that bought this game. Not worth the trouble. Right. Eh. So it, this thing's rated really highly on Amazon, but on Board Game Geek, the original trouble is rated at a 3.8. So do you guys think that we should use the 3.8 as sort of our, our judging yes, comparison? Yes, this is trouble. come up with our own? With a okay. twist. <laughs> yeah. All right. Quote, uh, unquote. It, it stinks because we're going up the, against the original trouble. You know, we're going up against the original dice agitator machine. Right. So I, I feel a little bit bad in doing it, but uh, does anyone want to start us off? Garrett, how about you start us off this Man, time? Man, I'm, I'm... You were the one pushing the button the most this time. <laughs> since you were... my, 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 and my buttons got pushed. That's a lot real, of agitating that's there. That's a real tragedy. Both here, ways, right? huh, Garrett? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. Um, man, I hate Harry Potter. I hate trouble. I hate dice agitators. I hate cards that don't explain the rules. But I love this game. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get to play for what twenty five percent of the game. You my mad? Piece, yeah, my just could have been better. Stuck yeah, in the you start. can't put your if if you've never played trouble, you can't put your. <laughs> we didn't even go over the rules. I, I hope six. I hope you know how to play trouble, listener. Uh, because if not, screw we you. We didn't go over the rules. At all. <laughs> we just talked about Harry Potter all day. It's trouble. Oh my god. Well, I guess better late than never we can talk about the rules. Yeah, so Garrett couldn't play for 25% of it. Didn't roll a 6. And then after you roll a 6 and you get your guy on the board, yeah, Bob. you just gotta go around in a big circle, you roll dice, and if you land on somebody, you send them back to their start, and then they gotta roll a 6 to get back in the game. First person to get 4 of their little uh, pegs. Speaking of taking their... game mechanics, you think Munchkin creators were like, man, I really love trouble, so they just kept putting in gotcha mechanics so people couldn't win the game? No, they're like, man, I really love spammers, and so they just rethemed spammers. Exactly. Yep, <laughs> good point. But maybe spammers. Maybe took spammers it took it off, ripped it off. Trouble. All right, Garrett, back to your score. Another thing, I, I don't know if you guys can tell from from our video play, but red and blue have an inherent advantage in that they have three draw spaces right outside their home base, and black and yellow only have two. 
and oh, most so of the, the cards Imba? Uh-huh. Most oh, of wow. the cards most of the cards benefit you. Like it'd be better to get it earlier in your lap around as opposed to later. Mm-hmm. So just just FYI, if you oh. ever, if you ever, if you ever betting with somebody uh, playing a game of Triwizard uh, Tournament, take red or blue, Harry Potter edition, take red or blue. Yeah, absolutely. See, I won this one. I bet on black, just like Wesley Snipes said to do. And... <laughs> <laughs> you also that rolled brought... a six on your very first roll, so, so yes, yes, indeed. You what did, are the you odds? Did I didn't roll it, Garrett. We agitated it. We agitated six. At the very, very least, I I do have to say that there are some decisions to be made in this game. Game, quote unquote, and and this is the game of trouble. This isn't this isn't what they introduced into Harry Potter Triwizard Tournament. So, it is at least a game. I will say that. But man, this just like everything about this makes me so mad that <laughs> that I you think you feel I'm, lied to. I do. I do. So, so like, <laughs> but it was. So like, but you could see the game in the box. It was clear. Yeah. I, I I gave you guys a little bit of grief for giving twenty four zero, and I was like, well, at least it's still a game. And then you know we played CSI, and I was like, this is less of a game. And you you know, so like th- those are kind of the the two games that that the two of you and I kind of disagreed on on our like our levels. Mm-hmm. And now I, I'm kind of seeing like twenty four didn't make me mad just because I was kind of enjoying watching Jeff get mad. <laughs> but and here you are. But here I am on the other side of it, and I totally understand what you guys are going through. <laughs> and so for that, in a show of so- solidarity with you guys, I will f- award my first ever zero oh, on Roll and Move. You're Garrett. giving Trouble a zero? I'm not giving Trouble a zero. I'm giving Harry Potter Triwizard Tournament. She <laughs> had to make sure a zero. Yeah, sure. Triwizard Maze Game. I don't, okay. I just, I've been calling it the wrong can, thing. Can you articulate just one more time, Garrett, why this is so infuriating as opposed to other reskins? Because I feel like that's going to be like... It's sort important. Of the main no, question. no, you're right. It's important. It's important. So other 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 reskins, you have, like, you know, I, I think the, the best example that we can look to in our catalog is Brewopoly. Brewopoly did not change any rules from Monopoly to its its own uh, its own version, right? So it's it's an it's a complete ripoff. I gave that game a one. Here's what they did do: they put a little effort into it. They put a little time. Clearly, they cared about beer. Maybe they just weren't great at making games, and that's fine. That's fine. You can put your passion out there. And it, like, I love to play Monopoly. I want to make a beer themed Monopoly. You're saying the, lot, this game doesn't care about Harry Potter or Trouble. <laughs> a lot of a lot of game designers, you know, like when you first start off, you create little twists in the rules, little re-themes of the games you don't really change the rules you have these Mm -hmm. mechanics that you know in your head they're simple you just go through those mechanics that's fine but here's what they do they add their own their own heart into it you know they put some stats about beer on there they put some unique art they hire some artists to draw some stuff up let's look at buck quest there's not much difference in that between that and trivial pursuit it's mostly a game for them right like you know there's a there's a set of hobbyists but they they put in they put in some time and effort writing hundreds of cards to to come out with a product that they felt was a better version of trivial pursuit for them same same, you could say the same for twilight new moon as well because they at least had trivia cards that had to do with content from the actual Mm -hmm. stuff yeah sure sure let me ask you this if i were to take a sharpie and mark out harry potter's face and for some reason edward cullen's face is also on this board game and if i were to mark that one out and then this girl in blue and then this other guy holding a stick if i were to mark it all out 
Cross out Harry Potter's name. Curl it's not a wand. This guy holding a stick. stick. <laughs> Your Harry Potter knowledge is shining. I love it. <laughs> On the board, there's nothing that just like I and I handed this game over to you. You would tell me it was trouble. There's nothing, literally nothing that like you could not tell me this is anything. Well, the cards say like, oh, you ran into a boggart. No, they don't. <laughs> no, Wasn't they... there a? Didn't I encounter a boggart? Move Jeff? back two spaces. That's oh okay okay yeah. So this one says Expelliarmus. Move another player's mover anywhere on there the There you go. Board. But okay, the but so... those aren't titles. They're just they just randomly said move forward, move back, move this, and then just they just put titles from the they put they had like, like an intern in their office. Yeah, keywords and like, titles from the game into it. Okay. Wind gust reveals a shortcut. Move through for t- you. T- you're telling me that's thematic. A wind gust reveals a shortcut. Oh, you know, there's wind. You never know. <laughs> Lingardian Leviosa. All right, I buy it, Gare. I buy it. <laughs> so, 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 so that's zero. that's my issue with this. Is it's the blatant disrespect they put into it. It's just like it's they put. It's nothing like it's fine to reskin something. It's not fine, but like whatever. You reskin something, and at least you put your own twist on it. Put your effort into it. They put zero effort into this. They literally got screen gabs. BuckQuest had the decency to draw their own art. Brewopoly did the same thing. Then they put in some stuff they love. This. Pressman got the license for Harry Potter, and they're like, we're making trouble. Done. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what makes me mad. That's what, like, really, like, I'm physically hot hot right now. Are your dice agitated, Garrett? I'm agitated. Agitated dice. My dice are (laughs) agitated. Um, I will, uh, I'm going to be a little bit more forgiving, Garrett. It, It is a game, Okay. It is a I, game. I, I I truly can't deny that, but I, I'm. It's so blatant to you that you're taking. It's off really extra bad. I'm. I'm. Theft is bad. Would you yeah. consider this theft? I consider. I consider this, this is theft. pretty close. This is theft. Um, uh, if they didn't put the pictures on the box so that you knew what you were getting into, I would also give it an incredibly low zero, most likely. But instead, I'm going to give this a. Uh, I'm going to give this a 0.25 because it is a game. It is blatant. It's pretty damn close to theft. You should have looked at the back of the box, buddy. You should have seen that this was a trouble knockoff. That is buyer's remorse. Okay, well, hold on, hold on. What about, what about, it says, be careful. Action spaces cause you to draw cards that can help or hurt your chances. Do you feel like you're lied to with that? That's fair. I don't know. It makes it sound a little bit strategic to me, and this game's not true. I mean, it, it could help or hurt. It didn't say that you could use it. <laughs> it doesn't say you, you have any say in the matter. But, I, I feel uh, like we're taught we're splitting those hairs with like you know those 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 companies that have like sandwiches, and they say it's made with one hundred percent chicken versus it's made of one hundred percent chicken because one legally you can say if it's made with like ninety percent shit and ten percent. A hundred percent chicken. Yeah, <laughs> you can say, well, there is hundred percent chicken in there. The chicken it's that's hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. No, no. I, I, I will say that is that is a fair that is a fair point, Thomas. Uh, they they even put the rules on the back of the box, so mm-hmm. I, 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 I pretty much knew what I was getting here. I was, I was solely banking on that there's some variety in these cards, those and, cards. and the cards. <laughs> the cards just make it worse, which which just blows my <laughs> mind how they were able to. To yeah. just completely butcher that yeah. so badly. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna actually bump it up. I'm gonna bump it up. If they put the rules on the box, that even gives me even more leeway. I'm giving this a 0.75. All right, All right I'll Sorry, go. Buddy. Um. So yeah, I, I I I think it's funny because now that you're in the 
you know, you were a game master and you understood the pain that I was in playing 24. Um, I think I, we kind of knew what we were getting ourselves into, right? Like it, it clearly says on through the screen, you can clearly see it's trouble on the back. Um, you know, it tells you the rules. The thing that I sort of wish they had done was like they had a pretty big opportunity, even if they ripped off trouble to do something different with the cards um, or may- and maybe it's not like a reveal and play. Maybe it's a, you can hold the cards in your hand and play them strategically. That would have made a huge difference in the game. And I, they really missed the mark there. Um, even if those cards weren't thematic to to the specific titles, like, I don't know, whatever they said, Expelliarmus or whatever. Um, even if they didn't do that, if they gave you an option to play the cards like Uno or something, uh, I think they would have done a, uh, it would have been a much better game, but you're absolutely right. All it did was added another level of variability, which the player could not control. Uh, there's no strategy there and it did make it worse than trouble. Um, and I, I know that we kind of mentioned that like, yes, this is the game. Uh, but I'm still struggling to even say that for trouble, but so I don't know. Um, I'm going to I'm going to say this is better than Goodbye Game. I, I didn't think that was much of a game. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to say it's not very good. Um I'm going to give it a 0.5. Damn, right. guys, two really rough ones back to back. Okay. Yeah, this has been the right. ringer. What what do we what do we got here, Gary? What's our average? <clears throat> that brings our total to 0.42, our average, I should say, to 0.42. We are uh, approximately 3.38 points away from the board game board game geek average on trouble itself uh note this is not the triwizard tournament triwizard maze i don't even know the name of this game i'm so mad um <laughs> so we're, we're going with our, our our best guess here uh we i would say i'd probably what would you guys rate trouble i'd put trouble at like a two two point five i was gonna like the first number that came in my mind was like i'd say two. like two and a half yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're so we're significantly higher on, on trouble. We're 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 all just mad about the rip off here. So I'm not yeah. sure it's it's really fair to dive into the uh, dive into the um, comparisons there. But yeah. for what it's worth, the the model that we do have on Board Game Geek because it redirects to trouble is uh, <laughs> it's is pretty fair, pretty valid. Mm-hmm. Well, good job, Gare. What are you gonna do with the board game now? You guys remember back in uh, episode 26, there's the dear old reviewer on amazon that had a picture of his game of shark tank in the fireplace yeah yeah so like i think that is ethical because that was like a cardboard completely <laughs> cardboard game this is absolutely not ethical because this game is 100 percent plastic um but i'm not gonna think twice before i throw it in the furnace you're gonna let all that black soot into the air all that give a nice, nice plastic i'm gonna mm. breathe it in and i'm gonna That's go right. Now the toxins can do. They're delicious. (laughs) Well, if you guys would like to reach out and get in touch with us before Garrett dies of uh, whatever toxic chemicals or... Carcinogens he's breathing in. You can reach out to us on our Twitter, at Rough Draft Games. On Twitter, you can uh, tell us all about Harry Potter. You can try try your best to convince Garrett to watch the series. Because, hey, I thought the Sorcerer's Stone was actually kind of fun to watch. Not necessarily good to talk about at parties... Uh, 15 <laughs> years after it's come out, but still, still a fun watch if you got the time. And if you guys, could, if anyone out there can explain to me why Edward Cullen is on this board game, his face is right here. He's he represents a yellow player. If anyone can explain that to me, send me an email over roughdraftgames@gmail.com. He's, he, he's an actor, Garrett. I know you play this is a foreign roles. concept to you. What, what's his name? Is he is he in the movie? Is he in the movie? <laughs> Yeah. Nah. Nah. 
<laughs> we just put him on there for shits and giggles. It's Harry Potter stunt man. They're doing a crossover. Jetsons meet the Flintstones. Edward meets Harry. Potter. I need. I need to see it. if there's a Triwizard Tournament role playing forum, kind of like the Twilight one, to see if uh, if they talked about how how hot he looked. This. And lastly, if you chase that snitch right on over to our website, roughdraftgames.com, you can check out some of our other blog posts called Thematics, which we talk about what to eat and what to listen to when you're playing some of these games. Uh, the Harry Potter Triwizard Maze might need to learn a little bit about theme. Um, you can come check out our other episodes of Roll and Move, where we talk about some of the other games that we play. And lastly, you can come check out our new game that we're working on, All Right. And if life is anything like Quidditch, you don't have to do what Garrett and I suggested. Just do what Jeff suggested, since he's the freaking golden snitch. And you'll win the game anyways. <laughs> right? You'll walk away a Chase winner. me. <laughs> it's a fundamental flaw. That's why JK... Big, what's her name? JK Rowling? JK, JK Rowling. Rowling. Yeah. She designed any games besides Quidditch? You know, I think it'd be really funny if other games had an out, like basketball, like you could just like catch a random fan (laughs) and then they win the game instantly or something like Jeff, you can kill the umpire. The game's over. If you you score the ball with your butt, you get 100 points and the game's automatic. There's one guy in the corner just like (laughs) practicing. Imagine if they change that rule and then like. There's a new era of athlete that's been trying to perfect. You know, like I feel perf- like Shaq was already trying to do that just for laughs. They perfected the three point, like just a pure three point shooter, and now that's like taken over the NBA. But in 20 years, it's gonna be just a butt shooter, and that's all that guy does. He's a special shooter. I only shoot butt shots <laughs> to win He's the got game. The booty shots. <laughs> Could be fundamental. Well, until we see that in the NBA, you're just gonna have to keep coming on by and hanging out with us on Roll and Move. And until next time, we'll see you later. Bye.